What cold case or unsolved crime still gives you a chills? Xavier Dupont de Ligonnès. He killed entire family and vanished. He has been looked for over a decade and even today French media brings new info about his troubled past. Money and marriage problems, that gives you a chills. The Unsolved Mysteries episode on this guy made me so fking angry. If the timeline the show gave is correct. The cops and everyone else basically knew he had killed his family and fled almost immediately. They just continuously refused to actually investigate it and just gave him unlimited time to wander off and disappear. Missy Bevers. The footage of her attacker wandering around the church in riot gear. Waiting? Comma for her to arrive. Horrifying. The fact that they are on crystal clear video yet still has not been identified. Just WTF all around. This is one case that I always check in on every few months. Woman goes to a church at like 4am to teach a zumba class and gets bludgeoned to death by someone wearing police riot gear. To this date no arrests have been made yet they have video of a suspect walking around all nonchalantly. The horror that woman must have felt gives me chills. The USS Cyclops disappearance. A US Navy ship vanished without a trace with over 300 men on board in the Bermuda Triangle in 1918. What's even creepier is that two of her sister ships also vanished on that same route in the 1940s. Her other sister ship was renamed the USS Langley and converted into America's first aircraft carrier. The loss of the Cyclops is the largest non-combat loss of life in Navy history. One theory I heard about Bermuda Triangle in general is that there may be methane vents underwater so methane bubbles up to the surface. Changing the density of the water, which could sink ships, as well as the density of the air, which could sink planes. But not sure if that's been investigated further. Branson Perry disappeared from his own backyard in 2001. He had friends over to help get the house in order for his dad who was coming home from the hospital. He went to the backyard to put something away in the shed. And no one saw him again. His dad came home like a week later than expected. So his disappearance wasn't reported till later. But what about the friends that were there with him? Did they not notice his disappearance? Why didn't they look for him? Then when police checked the shed. The item he was returning wasn't there. But shows up randomly like two weeks later. Apparently he had a history of drug use. And his dad had just caught him sleeping with a male friend a week before he disappeared or something. Somehow police came to the conclusion that he hitchhiked somewhere. They arrested a guy who would pick up young male hitchhikers and kill them. And he admitted to many murders but not random. It's not eerie or chilling per se. There's just so many random facts about the case that don't seem to have any correlation. What's even stranger is that his cousin was actually murdered a few years after him. Some woman murdered her and removed her unborn baby from her stomach. That poor family. What are the odds? Edit. Added the name of the boy in the year he disappeared. I couldn't remember the info when I typed this originally and had trouble finding it again. Edit 2. Spelling. The Eistel Woman. She was a foreign woman found burned to death at a remote area in Norway in 1970. She visited Norway twice in 1970. Once in March 1970. And then in November 1970. The Eistel woman stayed at various hotels around Norway under several false names. And supposedly possessed false passports. 
Hotel staff reported that she kept to herself and spoke to them in German and broken English. She was also witnessed conversing in French with a man at a hotel lobby. The Eistel woman stood out in Norway because she looked foreign and dressed very stylishly. She was also a lone woman staying in hotels. Which was unusual in 1970. After her death. It was rumored that she was a spy from Israel or Russia. Nobody knows who she is and why she came to Norway. Her death was ruled as a suicide. Though many investigators dispute this ruling. The Dutch girls that went lost in the jungle of Panama. I think one of the cell phones and camera were found. With pictures of the dark. Apparently they tried to use the flash to light their way for a moment. Weird thing is that it was extremely unlikely that they would go away from the path. IDK. Maybe it just seems extremely sad to me. The disappearance of Amy Bradley. She disappeared off a cruise ship in 1998. The most reasonable answer is that she was drunk and fell off the ship but there are so many weird details in the story that make you wonder. I firmly believe in Occam's razor in this case. If you've ever been in a cruise ship stateroom with a balcony, you know how narrow they are. Add this to the fact that she had partying until 5am and the last time she would be seen alive would be on that balcony. I feel bad that her family has been scammed. But I honestly believe that she drowned before anyone noticed she was missing. I don't think she is was a SX worker on an island with a 1980s Machiover. Despite how convincing that one photo may be. The John Bennett Ramsey case. And X200B. She was a pageant princess that was killed on Christmas in her family home when she was just 6 years old. A lot of people thought her parents did it. So the police basically ignored any evidence that didn't point to her parents. Causing them to botch the case. There's so many theorizes on what happened. Such as family friends at the party that night staying the house after hers and then sneaking up to her room once everyone had fallen asleep, which has been debunked now, or that her brother was violent towards her and killed her with a blow to the head and the mother tried to cover it up. However, while it seems logical, it doesn't explain the two strangers DNA found on her. Then there's the odd thing about whoever killed her fed her pinnacles. One of her favorite snacks. Revealing that it was possible John Bennett knew her color. The Asher degree disappearance. Why the hell did a young girl leave her house in the middle of the night and how did she do so without a trace? It's so bizarre and really worth looking into. It wasn't completely without a trace. She was seen a few miles from her house that night on the side of a road out of town running into bushes. Then about 18 months later cops found her backpack buried at a construction site. Giulio Regini was an Italian university student from Cambridge. He was doing some research in Egypt for the American University in Cairo and he wrote some articles. With a pseudonym. About the 2011 Egyptian revolution. His dead and mutilated body was found on the side of a road outside Cairo on the 3rd of February 2016. He had signs on his body that indicated he was brutally tortured. Broken ribs and fingers. Both legs arms and five teeth. He was probably killed by the Egyptian secret services. We still don't know the truth about his death and the Egyptian government still hasn't do anything to help Italy solve the case. This made and makes me realize how dangerous are some countries in the world still today. Claudia Kirschhoch. A journalist going to a press trip in Havana. Cuba. Didn't make it to her destination. 
the 29-year-old estate at the Sandals Beaches Resort in Negril, Jamaica while waiting for available flights to the United States since she was not able to enter Cuba. Akash Hodge stayed a bit longer at the resort before mysteriously disappearing. The only missing things from her room were the clothes she wore the night of her disappearance. Kirsch Hodge befriended bartender Anthony Grant whose behavior, including calling in sick for four days after her disappearance, seems noteworthy. Further investigations found evidence of Kirsch Hodge in his car, but authorities don't consider him a suspect. A 2002 judge ruling says Kirsch Hodge died of foul play, but there were no charges. The three men who made a master plan to escape Alcatraz Island. It was thought out so well and no one expected it. They started their way out after lights were out and everyone was in a cell and the guards weren't on duty. It was night time in June. So the waters always cool down. Many think they escaped on a raft and made it somewhere safe. Others are unsure and think they might have drowned or froze in the water. To think if they succeeded or not makes my chest quiver. The way I see it. Those three are the reason the prison closed down. Several of the Angolan siblings claimed they received sporadic letters from their brothers for years after the escape. And their mother got anonymous flowers every Mother's Day. A family friend claimed to have taken a photo of the brother in Brazil in the 1970s. There's a strong resemblance. But both men are wearing sunglasses and one has a beard. So it's not definitive. The missing kidnapped Iowa paper boys Johnny Gorsh and Eugene Martin in the early 80s. I was a young kid then and has scared me and oddly still does now. Netflix had a documentary on Johnny a few years back that was very chilling. The disappearance of Timothy Pitson. He was a 6 year old who was dropped off at school by his father and then later picked up by his mother. Who took him on a 3 day vacation seeing various amusement parks. Her body was later found in a motel room. Dead from a suicide by Timothy was never found. Her suicide note claimed Timothy was safe but would never be found and since 2011 no trace of him has ever been discovered. Dead or alive. The idea that she took him to all these wonderful places in a bid to show him an amazing time in what very well was the last days of his life fills me with so much sorrow and sends chills down my spine. It's just a case I think about often. The coldest case that I know of was committed in 1888. A man going by the name Jack the Ripper chopped up his victims and left them in London's dark alleyways. Without a trace to follow. Unfortunately no one has ever found a reliable lead on this killer. And it remains unsolved today. This case is so fascinating because it was able to attract the attention of the entire world for over a year. Every waking moment people would try to find clues. And everyone was trying to solve this crime that had yet been committed. This is interesting because even though there were no real witnesses in the cases, everyone was still using their own mind to solve this problem. It was also interesting because it showed that many people would rather believe something without any real evidence than to find out the true answer. This shows how humans really need a sort of mental security in their life. The amount of cases that occur every day is truly staggering. And it is simply hard to find any time to pay attention. This really shows the extent people will go for something as simple as a story. A case that made me extremely scared as Belle Guns. She was killer in 1900s she killed so many people that her backyard was filled with buried body parts of almost 27 different humans. 
she wrote to people to come meet her and they never went back. But the thing that gave me chills last night when I was listening to the story was that her house was set on fire with two kids inside and a headless body of a woman. Neighbors said that the body looked smaller than Bells and the head was never found. She had wanted people to believe that she had burned in the fire with the kids but I am pretty sure she escaped and was never found again. She seemed like a very scary and a vile woman. Scared the scrap out of me couldn't sleep last night thinking how many lives she could have taken after her fake death. Terence Woods was filming a documentary in the Idaho backcountry in 2018 he had recently expressed he felt unfulfilled and missed his family. He was due to fly back the very next day. During a break in shooting at a mine he wandered off in full view of everyone else and took off running into the woods never to be seen or heard from again. My theory is he fell into an unmarked and unknown mine shaft that are extremely common in 19th century mines. I nearly fell in one myself in a similar area in Idaho but why would he take off running in the first place? There are theories that he ran away and was picked up by someone else at a predetermined spot in the road but he was not known as an outdoorsman and to call this area rural and rugged is a vast understatement. I worked with the BLM in this exact area and the closest thing I can compare it to in its isolation is Alaska. February 1959. Dyatlov Pass Incident. 9 dead at Ural Mountains. Russia. There is game called Collet inspired by that event. Yeah this one gives me literal chills. Some pretty legitimate theories have come out about why essentially the group ran out into the snow and basically killed themselves. But even with a grounded scientific explanation. There is no way that isn't super messed up. The most plausible one I read was that a kind of strange sound vibration came through the valley and caused them to panic and run from their tents. But we will never know for sure. Have we all forgotten the Black Dahlia? Inspiring actress found nude and cut completely in half with her mouth cut into a wide. Bloody grin. No arrests ever made. I'm not sure they ever had a suspect. I believe she was missing a breast as well. I had the very poor luck to stumble on photos of this case. Anyone who hasn't seen them. Trust me when I tell you that it's not at all something you want to see. Personally. I think the fact they're publicly available and so easily found online is kind of disrespectful. But there isn't really anything that can be done about it unfortunately. The Yogurt Shop Murders. Read Who Killed These Girls? It's an excellent book. Rebecca Zahow is also freaky. The Witch Elm case in the UK is very strange too. There are a lot of strange and solved crimes. I feel like the ones we don't know the answers to are the strangest for a reason. My sisters. She was poisoned with a large amount of morphine so her boyfriend could get insurance money. He had already previously beaten her several times and we had warned her that he would likely kill her. Even the detective in Clarksville said he did it but proving something takes money and clout. Two things my family has always been short on. In my hometown a few years ago there was a badly decomposed body found in an embankment adjacent to the sagebrush steakhouse and they also found some other body part that didn't belong to the first dead person and no one is talking about it anymore and every time I pass the sagebrush I get the heebie jeebies. There's currently a serial killer in the UK killing old people but not leaving a single trace of evidence. Just the grisly remnants of their crime. All involved people being stabbed in the neck. Known dementia and wife sodomized. 
Currently these are classes as murder suicides but have the same MO. That's it. The Oakland County child killer still frightens people who were growing up in the area during the late 70s. Including me. Stranger danger may be a hilarious meme today but it was the real deal back then. One of the victims showed up in a ditch about a mile from my home and another one got snatched in broad daylight about 2 miles from my home. The case has remained unsolved with lots of dead ends and possibly blocked by blue walls. And. Ironically. The current Oakland County prosecutor. Jessica Cooper. Has openly mocked and the media people who have asked for closure on this case. That's actually a new. Disturbing aspect of this unsolved case. Cliche perhaps but Jack the Ripper is something that just freaks me out in a sense that there is no real way of finding out who done it due to the lack of technology of course. Lack of cautiousness of evidence or eyewitness testimonies. Basically everything went against the police of London at the time. Reflecting on that. There are still some cases today that yet to be fully solved. Just like how Ted Bundy may have actually killed far more people than actually recorded of that the Zodiac killer has yet to be discovered and may still be roaming amongst us today. Oklahoma Girl Scout murders in 1977. There was an annual Girl Scout camp in any Oklahoma. During a camp counselor training. The place got ransacked and someone left a note about murdering three campers. The note was believed to be a joke. Months later. The girls arrive at the camp. There's a thunderstorm at night. Overnight. The campers say they heard guttural noises coming from the woods and a girl crying out for her mother. The campers and counselors thought it was a homesick girl. In the morning. A counselor found three girls, who were from the same tent, along a camp trail. They had been raped and murdered. There was an arrest but he was acquitted. He died shortly after trial. He was sent to jail for a previous charge. Some still believe he did it but DNA evidence was inconclusive. There's a bunch more twists and turns. You really have to read about it or listen to a podcast about it. The Bowman children. They were three Australian siblings, age 9, 7 and 4, and they just disappeared on Jan. 26, 1966, Australia Day, from Adelaide, South Australia. There were several witnesses who saw the children hanging out near Glenelg Beach with a tall and blonde thin-faced man who was tanned and had a thin athletic build in his mid-thirties. It's been 54 years and it's still a cold case that boggles my mind. 5-year-old Hayley Cummings. She lived in a dumpy trailer with a seedy family. Her father was very shady and his 17-year-old girlfriend Misty was into drugs and had a criminal record. I believe. She barely saw her bio mom. Haley vanished in the middle of the night while her dad was working and Misty was looking after the kids. Poor Haley. Living in that environment would be rough for anyone. But she also had Turner's syndrome. I hope she is alive right now. But I highly doubt it. The Opalika Jindo. She's likely a prime case of a child who was the victim of abuse that slipped through the cracks. The short version is that the partial skeleton of a child was discovered near a trailer park in Opelika, Alabama in 2012. Her remains showed signs of malnourishment. And her eye orbit showed evidence of some sort of injury or malformation. After appealing to the public for information. In 2016 photos that were taken at a church in 2011 surfaced. There of a little girl that shows signs of an eye malformation. 
Investigators have still not been able to identify the girl in the photos or the remains of the child. This is far from the only case where children slip through the cracks of our system. But it's one that always sticks out in my mind. It's not hard to the find photos online. But for those curious this link is them along with them being visually enhanced. Link. Paige Rinkowski. No clues. No leads. No remains. No similar disappearances that we know of. It's been 30 years. She was a 30 year old woman last seen standing by her car on I-96 near Lansing, Michigan talking to an unidentified man or men. Her car was found idling and her shoes and purse were inside. Never seen again and no remains ever found. Scrolled for a bit and didn't see it. So I have to say the Sitagaya family murders. A family of four was murdered in their home in Tokyo in 2000. The killer stabbed the parents and older daughter and strangled the youngest and then remained in their house for hours after. He used the computer. Ate food. Used the toilet, and if I recall correctly. Didn't flush. Lots of DNA was recovered. Along with other clues. But they never had a match. There's still a reward. Edit. A typo. The death of Erin Valenti. She was a CEO at a tech company that was studying brain-machine interface technology. Or simply mind control. At the time. While on her way to a business conference in another state. She called her mother and her boyfriend. Her last words to the both of them were. It's all a game. It's a thought experiment. We're in the matrix. Police found her in her car a day or two later dead in the back seat. No sign of a struggle. Just a healthy 33 year old who died of suspected natural causes. There's a great video on YouTube by Blamey 10 George who explains it better than I ever could. I grew up in El Paso TX and there was a bowling alley shooting in LAS cruises about 30 miles from El Paso the shooters killed lot of people including infants and set the place on fire they were never caught they left 5 alive so the fire department and police were first concerned with saving their lives and destroyed any real evidence they had. And solved for 30 years kinda sticks with me. The guy who went to sell his truck with a buddy and disappeared. The guy who went to the strip club with his girlfriend and they went back to the hotel and he disappeared. The guy that was a DA I believe. He disappeared but they found his little red car with cigarette butts in it. The guy in upstate NY. I believe it was road rage. But guy got out of his car and shot him and he called 911 and gave them the license plate number and descriptions just before he died. Pregnancy brain. I forget the names. Forgive me. Most of the unsolved murders on True Crime Garage. My father took down old brick buildings in Butte. Montana. In one. The basement had been backfilled. And inside one of the walls were 13 pairs of women's shoes and a machete with notches on the handle. I wanted him to dig out the basement but he wouldn't. Guess I can't blame him. I think there's a parking lot over it now. I've always wondered what's down there.